0: More is not better. Better is better. This is episode number 68 of the Better Life, Better Work show. And I am thinking through some new concepts or new revelations today that I want to talk with you about. Today's episode is called Empowered Personality, Purpose and Profit. I'm having some really amazing insights around business and life and you know for me those are connected. <clears throat> those are connected. Um my I'm I'm very deeply entwined and in love with and a part of my business. I identify with this. I Um, my business, my profit journey, and my spiritual journey are intertwined. The journey of who I be is intertwined. And so I want to share with you how these three are connected and see if I can help you come to an even more empowered place in your personality, in your purpose, and in your profit. Um so the first thing I'm thinking about in the context of business and and if you are watching or listening you can extrapolate this to fit whatever vehicle serves you today I'm going to be talking about the vehicle of profit and purpose and purpose My purpose is being fulfilled in every moment, but it has a container of my business around it. And many of the people I work with are fulfilling their purposes through the vehicle of the services they provide. So we have to go back and pull out and look at the context of the society and the marketplace And evolution of what we're in right now. And one of the things I notice in the marketplace is that many people are marketing and teaching and um, guiding business owners through is traditional marketing. Traditional marketing. And yet, we have we are We are smack dab in the middle of history and change, and I don't know if y'all remember I, I remember studying all the all the I, I remember a lot of the history I've studied. I remember a lot of the essence and the energy um, I'm in high school studying a history in college, and I remember actually my fifth senior year in college taking a history class, and I saw for the first time ever, the value of studying history. I got how we can track and watch history. And and I noticed the evolution of change, not as a series of events, but how society changed. And so we've had, you know, we have come from living on the earth (laughs) to this, Um, highly technical and industrialized society. And we're in the middle of change right now. Do you guys realize that there are jobs today that did not exist last year? Many of us and many of my clients are doing paid work, running small uh, company of one businesses, Um, Many of my clients are running businesses that did not exist five years ago, 10 years ago, certainly didn't exist 20 years ago. And so... This old, I don't want to call it old because for some people and some products, it's still relevant. There are certainly things that are being sold and people are building businesses about that. Um, the ways of selling them haven't quite changed or that haven't changed. The, the places you sell them might change, right? Um, I love looking at... And as you guys already know, I love looking at real estate because real estate was where I first joined the entrepreneurial world. It's where I got a lot of sales training. Um, it's where I began connecting personal growth with business. So I'm very thankful for that. And when I started in real estate, they were just getting emails. Everybody still faxed everything. People still had beepers. Um, I remember when I bought my first house... That you had to, my realtor had to go get the MLS sheet from an MLS book at the office. It wasn't, it wasn't digital like it is now. And so just as I watched my real estate clients and colleagues change the way they do business, many of my clients are with a brokerage that does everything through technology and it is a cloud based brokerage. I mean, you guys, these things did not exist. So track with me. Um, and thank you. I'm gonna. I'm speaking slowly on purpose. <laughs> I am. I am processing here with you now. So we're in the middle of change. Jobs and the way we work are changing, but the traditional thinking and the cultural conditioning of the way marketing is supposed to be does not fit many of these new ways of working. <clears throat> serving and selling, right? Like I've talked about this a lot. Part of it is a theme um, is this concept of, you know, what's your niche? What problem are you solving? Nobody cares about you, what your personality is like. They just care if you can solve a problem. And I'm going to push back on that. Part of the businesses that are being run and created today are combined with our personality. And I remember, I've had a couple of experiences. (laughs) This was so fun. So the first one that I can markedly remember is I was at a channeling group at my friend Tiffany's house and one of my favorite um, wise channels of the divine and of people who've crossed over and from our inner guides, um, Stephanie Levinson was leading. And here I am on a Sunday morning at this channeling group. And we, you know, you can ask anything. We can talk to loved ones. We can ask about the higher selves of our kids or our lovers. And of course, I'm sitting there and I'm in my quiet space. And I started thinking about business, <laughs> And it's like, really, Allison, on a Sunday morning and you have this spiritual experience, why can't you think about business? And so I brought this to the room and I said, I want to know what my higher selves want of me. And I don't remember the exact words, but the zeitgeist of it was that we have put this desire to create and build your coaching business and your business and your business as a part of your purpose. So of course, on a Sunday morning, you think of it because that is a part of your soul's purpose. And I just remember letting go of the world's conditioning that business shouldn't be more important than anything else. (laughs) And I am not saying that my life isn't important, but my business is a big part and the work that I do and get to connect. So it's not just the institution or the profit of my business, but my business is a vehicle for me to live my soul's purpose. <laughs> and I remember just like making that connection. And then recently, I have been um, listening to and reading this book by Z- Gary Zukov, The Seed of the Soul. I know the one I have in my hand is the 25th anniversary. It's been around forever. Oprah helped bring it to the forefront over 25 years ago. And there's a few things in there that really are pieces of this personal and professional development journey that are clicking for me. And I want to share them with you. Because if you're like me and you are a heart-based person who also gets things done, who is running a service and soul-based business, that when you bump up against the traditional ways and the ways, um, the, the traditional thinking, I don't want to call it old, although, you know, it's been around for a while, but we've got to begin to think new ways little rabbit trail here, I actually think that's a sign of innovation. Just doing something the way it's always been done, you're going to get the same thing we've always done. And I don't know about you, I'm trying to create a new evolution of myself, of the people around me. I'm literally trying to, not trying, I literally am changing the trajectory of my life, my clients' lives, and the ancestry coming forward of my clients, which also impacts society. And so, um, Traditional marketing says they don't buy from you they buy they don't buy you they don't buy they don't care who they buy it from they just care if it solves their problem and i find that so fascinating because when i personally go to buy something let let's say i need a plumber to solve a plumbing problem, there are more factors that I will consider. Actually, let me use an example that's real. So this is interesting. Um, we had a problem of weeds in our yard. Um, I'm somebody who likes to invest in my yard and take care of my yard. And I asked my husband to take care of and please source a company to help us prevent weeds taking over our yard. I like to keep my yard nice so that when I sell my house, there's more value in it so my husband did that got it set up and six weeks later this guy comes by rings the doorbell and says i came by to check and see how your service is going i said it's great and he said by the way your trees all have disease and i so we talked about it um, I said, listen, I, I'm kind of down for this. Um, I, I, I'm trying to take care of these baby trees in my yard. I want them to grow. Um, there is some stuff going around my neighborhood. And I say, and my husband and I will make this decision together and his name is on the account. So let me talk with him. And, and he's like, well, can I call him? I said, yeah, you're welcome to give him a call. Um, and I'll talk with him in the next couple of days when he gets home. Well, this guy proceeds to call my husband and text him four times in one day. And Bill didn't answer and didn't respond because he was in the middle of something. And then the next day he calls again and texts again. And Bill was like, this is bullshit. Like, I, I don't need help that bad. <laughs> Right, And so in this moment, Bill actually called that company and fired them from helping take care of our lawn. So we actually stopped the service of our problem solved by the fucking personality of the person selling it. It was not in alignment with the way that we want to experience the solution to our problem. That was really good there, Allison. Think about that. The experience you want to have while getting your problem solved. And so, yes, many of my clients come to help me solve a problem. But here's the thing. I am one of a 100,000 angels who can help you solve your problem. But my clients choose me. I had a session this morning with a new client. And um, she'd reached out to me last week And I said, hey, by the way, as we finished up, why did you choose me? And it was just interesting to listen to her answer. She is surrounded by amazing coaches. And at the end of the day, this is what she wanted. And she had her specific reasons. So I want to propose that your personality empowered is actually a major source of fuel In you living and embodying your purpose. And if your purpose is built around, like, I I believe that our purpose, like, my purpose can be to be kindness and love to the checkout person at the grocery store. And if you have a little bit more form around your purpose and it's encompassed in a business or a service or even your family, except you're not marketing to your family, right? Many of us want to build something. And we think if they build it, they will come. Well, no, we've got to market it. And so our talent and our purpose is in the giving of the service. But in order to give that service, we've got to be visible, available, and make an offer (laughs) for response, right? And so... I propose that our personality, just like was channeled to me that day. And at some point, uh, Gary Zukov said it in this book. I was in the audio book, so I don't know which chapter it was in, but he said, you know, your personality is a part of your soul. I heard Matt Kahn say this the other day too. I was listening and was like, personality is totally part of the soul. He said, even when I channel dead people, their personalities show up. And so our, our unique, personality. I know that a lot of our personality is developed to keep us safe from the time we are uh, conceived and born and everything that we're exposed to. And I believe a lot of that develops the self-protective personality. And Gary Zukov and another book that I'm reading both talk about the protective personality. And so I want you to think about this distinction, the protective personality or the fearful personality, I think is what Gary Zukav calls it, the protective personality and your empowered personality. And so track with me. Often I talk about remembering who you are. When we remember who we are, it is not the generic form of connected to spirit. It is the empowered personality way that I connect to spirit might be completely different than you connect to spirit. And so when you think about, well, let me read this quote from Gary Zukoff. When the personality comes to fully serve the energy of the soul, that is authentic empowerment. That is one of the primary desires and goals of my life. I see it as one of the primary desires and goals of my client's life. And yes, they have businesses and yes, they want to reach more people and make more money. And, but, but ultimately my clients in order to do that and the easiest way to do that is to align our personality fully with our soul. That's why my business is called Soulful Living. That's why my program is called Soulful Success, that we are aligning those personalities, which means we've got to release the fearful personalities. (laughs) Aligning personality with the soul and living, right? So that's the goal, aligning our personality with our soul. So I want you to imagine, let me pause here. Like I said, I'm going slow on purpose because this is kind of thick, but it's really meaty. And I really think if we get this and we begin to practice it, we can change dramatically the way we've experienced the world and the impact that we have, and ultimately the profit. And you know what profit does? Pro- it's so funny. My coach, asked, my coach asked us, like, what is our word of the year? And I said, um, my word of the year for the last six years has been open-hearted. And frankly, next year, I want my word of the year to be rich as fuck. And I feel the shame of saying that. But the reality is, do you know what else? Not, it, not that I can't do things without being rich as fuck. Not that I can't serve and that I can't give at the place that I am now. And if I gave myself permission to be rich as fuck, whatever that means, there's even more that I could do with that money. If I want to make a difference in politics, it's with money. If I, like there's a lot of things that having that money can do. And so um, and this is what's funny. So part of my soul's alignment is aligning with prosperity aligning with prosperity, aligning with my ability to create. And so what if, what if instead of having, now I, I always, I have committed to be open-hearted for the rest of my life, because honestly I struggle and close off my heart quite often. <laughs> um, what if I also committed to, and rich as fuck, R-A-F, rich as fuck. What if I experimented and played with that, Right? So here's the thing, living in the frightened part of your personality versus the aligned and what I call remembered, that's why I use that phrase, remember who you are. When you remember who we be, the being that we are, and then we allow that to be embodied in our humanness, that is our zone of freaking power. It's power in our, and not power over but power through. That is our zone of literally attractiveness. So not just physically gorgeous, but it is our zone of, I attract the right aligned people. I attract the people to give to. I attract the people to receive from. And I am in the cycle of giving and receiving and giving and receiving and giving and receiving and creating bounty and blessing and um, evolvement in this society. So what the hell does that have to do with marketing, (laughs) right? But here's the thing. Most of us are not taught how to sell our service through who we be. So who we be is the first part. Our empowered personality. Many of my clients know their gifts, and yet they um, stay shrunk. I don't want to say small. They stay shrunken in their gifts. You can hear the crickets. (laughs) I wonder if those are coming through the podcast recording. So they stay shrunken in their gifts, because they're living in their frightened personality. And when you are living in your frightened personality, even if you're aware of your gifts, we literally become afraid and we believe the thought, the protective thoughts. One of the greatest coaching questions you can ask about your doubt, about resistance, about fear is how is that protecting me? What do I make up in my mind that that is protecting me from? That's why it's the fearful protective personality because spirit made us so amazing to stay alive (laughs) and we take it too far. (laughs) So if we could lay down the protective personality and bring the empowered personality, what would that do to you moving forward in your purpose, in your gifts, and not hoarding them in your own little heart? Your gifts not shared will rot in your heart. Share your heart. Show your work. This is why I freaking love this concept, this way of being. It, um, It was the permission I needed to give myself when I entered the business world and took class after class after class after class and read book after book after book after book book of here's how you sell effectively. This is what you do. These are the methods. This is the language you use. This is the script you use. This is you need to define this niche and you need to. I paid I paid a branding company $6,000, not just for the visual brand, but to go through these processes. I've worked with experts. I have friends that sell this and they sell it well. And I'm sure it serves a lot of people. (laughs) And it, when I approach it that way, everything in my being shuts down. And so there is room for the traditional ways and the mechanical ways. And there is room for the share your heart, show your work way. And share your heart, show your work. The course and coaching that I do is the way that I be through everything. The way that I have grown my business, both real estate and coaching over the last 16 years, I feel very proud. One of my clients said to me the other day, because I talk to my clients often, once a week, I get that thing from LinkedIn that sends jobs and I look at it. And if I'm in doubt, I go, maybe I should shut down my coaching business and get a job. And then I look at jobs for like two seconds and I'm like, hell no, I ain't doing that. I'm living my purpose. That is not my purpose. This is my purpose. And she jokingly said to me, you've got to quit saying that you're looking at LinkedIn. She said, you have a a really good business and it was a good reminder it's like no I, I have built a really soulful business and yeah there's some things i want to do and there's a whole lot that i have done i laid in my bed last night thinking about that phrase rich as fuck and i laid on my tempur-pedic mattress and i had my a fresh set of sheets and I could smell the laundry from the new sheets that had been put on that day by my housekeepers. Don't, they, they come every two weeks. And I thought, any of us that have laundry facilities in our home, actually, if we have the ability to have clean laundry, we are rich as fuck. I'm daydreaming about a ranch retreat house. And right now, I am rich as fuck. And I keep keep thinking, oh, I need to be rich as fuck to buy this property. No, I don't. I am rich as fuck right now. And as I remember how wealthy I am right now, and it's not about the money in my bank, you guys, I tinkle in drinking water, (laughs) right? Like I have drinking water in my commodes here at this house. Most of you do too. We are rich as fuck. And so when, as I begin to remember my empowered personality, then I get inspired to take action on my purpose and share this goodness with the world. Well, then people come to me, how do you do that? How do you do that? And um, I get it if you're running Facebook ads, you need to narrow some shit down. But there is a way to combine not only the problem you solve through the service, but your personality. And so I think it's interesting. um, I think it's interesting to play the game of if you could take anybody that you look up to, somebody who has done something that you might want to do a version of, and you could have lunch with them, and they would mentor you for for a whole day. Who would you want to mentor you? And some of you might choose somebody that you simply admire the outcome of the work they've created. But I would choose somebody that I like the outcome they've created, and I like their personality in doing it. And so, yes right you would right like there's a lot of people that have been amazing in business and personal development but you know what i would rather spend a day having oprah mentor me than tony robbins they're both equally talented at slightly different things they've both built and served and impacted gazillions of people i personally am more attracted And feel more aligned with the personality of Oprah. You might feel more aligned with the personality of Tony Robbins. And you know his work is good, but at the end of the day, you've got to choose one. And would you, let's just put those two as an example. You can insert yours, but if you had a note card and somebody without a name had done, if you had three people, you know two names and one with no name, and they've all done similar things that you want to do, Are you going to pick the no-name person? Maybe. But my hypothesis, and I'm in the middle of experiencing it, is that people also buy who you be. They want the experience of working with you to solve your problem. And this is where share your heart, Show your work comes in. And so whenever I hear somebody say, they aren't hiring you, they're hiring you for the problem you solve. I'm like, yeah, no, not always. They want their problem solved through you as the vehicle. And so we must be willing to open our hearts to new ways of marketing that share our personality, that let other people have an experience with us that both helps their soul feel aligned as a mentor, a teacher, a coach, a leader, a facilitator, whatever it is. Even an artist, and I just slobbered, got so excited. Let me take a sip of water. I told this story in Share Your Heart, Show Your Work last time. Um, I've only delved a shallow bit in marketing and selling art. And I remember reading this book that my client, Richard Morgan, shared with me. I can't remember the name of it, but it's this guy that's made millions of dollars selling art. And... I think it's in this book, but I've definitely heard it out there is if you want to make millions selling art, then follow this strategy. And one of the strategies is make art that people want to buy, which is very different from making art that your soul wants to make (laughs) to me. It is very high value of mine for the art I make, both art and work I do to be aligned with my soul. I'm not a machine. I'm a gardener. I want to like the plants in my garden. I do not plant Nandina because I don't like it. You might like Nandina, but I don't plant Nandina in my garden. Um, let me let me check my thoughts here and get back on track with that. Mm, so frustrating when I lose my train of thought. selling art. Oh, okay. So this is what it was. Um, do people buy art? Art is subjective. Is that right? Is that the right objective? Is it subject to? Yeah, it's subject to the eye of the beholder, right? What one person sees as valuable, somebody else is not going to see as valuable. So many of you are actually selling art. <laughs> many of you are selling the art of personal development, the art of building a business, not just the science. Many of you, if you buy something that tells you the science of building a business, the reason it doesn't work is because you've got to play with the art of being the person that can execute the science. Right. And so I tell this story at the time online, there was a little girl that was like four years old and she's in a tutu and cowgirl boots. And her mother takes a, you know, four by four canvas and attaches a violin to it and puts it on the floor and gives the little girl paint. And the little girl starts flinging paint on the canvases with the violins. And next thing you know, these paintings were selling for $2 million somewhere. I guarantee you, I could make one of those paintings in the same way Me being me and this little girl being her. And if you took our names off, you wouldn't know which one is the two million dollar. People wanted to not buy the piece of art. They wanted to buy that that little girl painted it. Your empowered personality is a part of your perfect, uh, a part of your purpose and leads to profit. And not just financial profit, but emotional profit. So I have a previous episode of your emotional P&L versus your financial P&L. And so do you see that you, dear heart, are an absolutely essential part of your business and you are selling you. And this is why we do Share Your Heart, Show Your Work. And so I am here to do two things and Share Your Heart, Show Your Work. I am here to teach people number 1 this part of empowered personality who you be how you think how you show up in the world and then so that's this like inner world this is this is one of my genius is that mystic logistic inner world outer world uh creative and tactical i told somebody y'all know that that shoe that's going around it's like you either see it as green and gray or you see it as pink and white i see it as both That's how my brain works. And I am here to give you a piece of my brain to help you see both your empowered personality and the how-to in new evolved ways versus the traditional ways of marketing that you can market yourself and your service so that you can serve your people and sell your service, right? So... Um, that's what I've got today. Empowered personality, purpose, and profit, and how I am seeing them tie together. I totally would love to hear your thoughts. I would totally love to hear what resonated with you. And I want you to hop on over to uh, AllisonCrow.com forward slash magic. And I next Tuesday, so today is Wednesday the 16th when this is being recorded live for the podcast. And, um, On Tuesday, the 22nd of October, we will be starting the new version, completely rewritten, completely re-experienced. It is part, uh, training and part coaching. It is all live. It is all connected with me. It is all connected with our community. It is a very intimate process. And you can join us at AllisonCrow.com forward slash magic. Um, I did magic because it's easier to remember than share your heart, show your work. I have many clients who have taken the previous versions of share your heart, show your work and have done share your heart, show your work coaching groups with me that have gone on to build multi six figure businesses, sharing their heart and showing their work without all the old traditional systems that make their soul crumble. Um, and on that page, you will, um, ha- there's all the information that you need. And if you have any other questions, feel free to ask me. Um, Anna, I just saw that you joined. Um, you are somebody that lives in a country that limits Zoom. One of the things we're doing is we are not only doing our Zoom, actually watch and participate at the same time. Thank you for spending time with me. And no matter what you do, if you're not a right fit for the class or My empowered personality doesn't align with your empowered soul personality. That's okay. But I want you to think. I really want you to check into your thinking about who do you need to be and what do you need to release in your fearful personality, in your protective personality? What can you release so that you can be and move both be And take action from your empowered personality to fulfill your purpose. And if you were to release another layer of your fearful personality, of your protective personality, and you were to begin to trust and live in your empowered personality, what would that do for you? Much love. See you next week on the episode. As always, thanks for listening. I totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work Show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.